Hello? Hello? Are you listening? Because guess what? I have a huge announcement that I am so excited to share with you guys. Oh man, here we go. The Reagan and Watkins album is now available for pre-order on iTunes. Yep. You can find the link on my social media at Jeremiah Standup or just go to iTunes and search Reagan and Watkins. I'm so pumped to see it on iTunes. It's happening. It's freaking happening, guys. I'm glad you guys are going to be a part of it. And uh, a little bit later, I'm going to play a track that you haven't heard yet off the album. So look forward to that. Very excited. Welcome back to the show, guys. So happy to share that news with you. Reagan and Watkins, R-E-G-A-N and Watkins. <laughs> Go check it out on iTunes. Jason Tebow is my guest. He's one of the late night comedy store warriors. And I always love riffing with this guy. Uh, you probably know him from Punch Drunk Sports. And if you don't, you're going to enjoy him today on Jeremiah Wonders. How's your week, guys? Get in anything good? Get anything bad? You need to brush off? Move on? Get on to the next week? Well, guess what? Jeremiah Wonders is the cure for you. Get you right back in that good old mood, all right? Get some positivity flowing through those ear holes or those eye holes if you, you know, are imagining the show while you're driving or running somewhere or something like that. Imagine, imaginatory discoveries through the eye holes and the ear holes on Jeremiah Wonders. Yeah. Hopefully you're in a good mood listening to this, and if not, let's let's make it happen. Hmm? I had a fun week. Guys, Pat Reagan and I finished shooting a music video off uh, our album that will be out soon, and that'll be on my YouTube channel. So, uh, yeah, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. If you're not subscribed over there yet, that's where I put all the Jeremiah Wonders episodes and a uh, ton of sketches, music videos, and I've been putting uh, more stand-up and stuff like that over that, and I've had that account for over 10 years, so... Yeah, go hit the subscribe button on YouTube. I want to wish a big congratulations to my buddy, Gage the Beast Tiharina. He helps me produce this show. He just graduated from freaking college. Yep, and you can follow him at Gage Tiharina, G-A-G-E-T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A on social media. And he's going to move out to L.A. soon, and uh, we've got some exciting stuff planned for the show. Did I get that right, Gage? He scares me. He sends me threatening messages all the time to make sure I get his plugs right. Anyway, guys, I'm thinking about releasing two episodes a week, one with a guest, one solo episode, and doing some experimental stuff. Would you guys be into that? Let me know. Thomas Schiffer over at Gray Block Pizza and Bronxborn Pizza just hooked me up with some new equipment to make that happen. He's already given me great equipment in the past to work with. He just upgraded me with some stuff uh, you know, to push me to start doing two episodes a week. So I'm super, super grateful for the unwavering support of Bronxborn Pizza in Bend, Oregon, and Gray Block Pizza in Santa Monica in L.A. Uh, so thank you, Thomas Schiffer. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm going to try to get another camera angle going for the YouTube episodes and keep making improvements. So a lot of good stuff coming, guys. I also want to thank the sponsors of this show, Speedweed, Bronxborn Pizza, of course, and Minchie Music, and Caveman Coffee, that's at Caveman Coffee Co., at Speedweed on Twitter, Bronxborn Pizza, and Minchie Music. And, you know, I, I just got to say, guys, it's, it was a good week. I'm grateful and busy. I have a lot to be grateful for, and I want to thank Rich Young and David Knowles for making my new Curve Soprano sax happen, uh, which you will actually hear in the sax talk on this episode. 
it's just fun. It's just fun and tiny. And I traveled it with it this weekend for Kill Tony in Vegas and Phoenix, and it was freaking perfect. Just uh, you know, not heavy at all, <laughs> able to fit and <laughs> crevices and stuff. Crevice is a weird word. Whenever people are like, yeah, just fit it in the crevice right there. Creepy. I don't like the word crevice. Why did I just use it? I don't know, but I got it out there. Now, it's going to be in your vernacular later today. Yeah. Jeannie, go go put the soda in that crevice over there. Nobody's ever used <laughs> crevice in that way. But anyway, guys, if you're a company that would like to sponsor the show... Email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com because, you know, why not? And if you're a listener that wants to support the show, you can do that by PayPaling jeremiahwonders at gmail.com or by going to jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button at the bottom of the page. And you know what? Every amount is appreciated. By the way, I did revamp jeremiahwonders.com and there's now all the episode links in one place. Very similar to killtony.tv where you can find all the episodes and character lists from that show, Kill Tony. Kindness challenge letters. Keep sending them. I love reading them on the show. The guests love that segment. Artwork. Thank you for all the talented artists who send in great artwork of me or me and the guests. I love featuring them on my Instagram, and I'll keep doing that. And then uh, we also feature them at the end of the YouTube episodes. We feature different artists who do artwork of uh, myself or something to do with Jeremiah Wonders or something else uh, like Kill Tony or whatever kind of art uh, you want to submit. Saxophone, pizzas, skateboards, big noses, blonde hairs. Just keep sending all that stuff in, guys. And music submissions you can also submit to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. I like like hearing from up-and-coming bands and and featuring you guys trying to get your music out there. Speaking of up-and-coming music, this week I'm featuring a track from the Reagan and Watkins album. Listen to this and head over to iTunes for the pre-order. This is one of my favorite tracks on the album, and it hasn't been released yet, so I'm debuting it here on my own podcast on Jeremiah Wonders. I think you're going to enjoy it. The song is titled This Summer from the debut Reagan and Watkins album. Got your lip gloss, you touch my shoulder, so awkward. I got you tickets to the warp door. You got me cages from the hot topic store. This summer, I think that we'll fall in love. This summer, I think that we'll finally hug. This summer, you'll cheat on me with my best friend. This summer, I hope that it never ends. This summer, you, me and Brad catch a ride to the party. You say good things bye to my cousin Marty. You and Brad disappear into another room. Ten minutes later, I hear boom, boom, boom. No, it's not the DJ. No, it's not the cops. It's Brad and my girl, but you're sucking on his How could you do this to me? I thought that we were friends. I think that I'm ready for summer to end this summer. Take a dump in the public pool this summer. Tag graffiti all over my school this summer. Can I kill my best friend Brad this summer? Judy doesn't seem that bad. I guess I'll take my little brother to warp tour. My little brother's never broken my heart. Except that one time he slept with my girlfriend. Can't wait for fall to start This summer My mom died This summer Painted my nails black and cried This summer 
2003, dog. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I love that song. I'm going to read some quick tour dates for May 2019, a little bit into June. The Kill Tony Summer Tour is here and coming to Salt Lake City, Boise, Idaho, Spokane, Washington, Seattle, Portland, Vancouver. I'm in La Jolla featuring for Ben Glebe on May 24th through May 26th. I'll come out to that. And then May 28th is Stand Up on the Spot. I'll announce the lineup soon for that. And then June 6th is the Reagan and Watkins album release party at the Comedy Store main room. Tony Hinchcliffe is on that. Red Band is on that. And we're adding a couple more comics to help open the show. It's going to be a big party. Please come out to that. And then June 7th is the Reagan and Watkins album release on all platforms. And you can catch me doing various stand-up spots throughout the weekend uh, in and around Los Angeles when I'm not on the road. My guest today is a longtime friend. And it's part of my comedy family. This one, it gets weird. I think you'll dig it. Please welcome my pal, Jason Tebow, to Jeremiah Wonders. Hey, little kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, you done did it now, bitch. Wait, I'm just a little boy. What's wrong with me? Why are you cornering me in this alley? You know why, bitch. Where's my motherfucking money? Why are you calling me bitch? I'm, I'm like 10 and... Shut and, the fuck up, bitch. Where's my motherfucking money? Okay, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't have your money yet. Oh, then you're gonna have to pay in another way. Well, what do you mean, mister? Sing me a song about my money, bitch. Oh, okay, I guess I could... Sing, sing me a goddamn song. Oh, okay, um, um, let me... I, my voice isn't... Um, it's not that great. Um, making a song up about my motherfucking money and why you don't motherfucking have it, bitch. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't. Sorry, sorry, I'm a little pitchy. I like it so far. So far, I like it. Okay. Uh, let me warm up. Take your shirt off. What? I'm not taking my shirt off. You're just some creepy guy that I owe money to. Three dollars to be exact. I owe you three, three, three dollars, Mr. 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 Just call me Mr. 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 I know I owe you three dollars, but I can't pay you yet because I use that money on milk money for my lunch, and that's my promise. All right, I call our dead even. That was a pretty fresh fucking song. I mean, would you like to hear more? Maybe I can make some money off of you now. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear another song. Okay, you got that lazy eye, you got that lipstick, you got that pep in your step, and I am scared. I'm so scared of you when you come at me in the alley, and I don't know why, but I want to run back to my mom in the valley. It's not a lazy eye, I talk with a limp, and I got a hook for an eye. You have a hook for an eye? Yeah, it makes it impossible to see, but I like, I can hook shit with it. What do you mean? Could you give me some examples? Like I could go fishing with my face. I could make flat tires appear when tires wasn't flat in the first place. You can make those tires appear. That's right, that's right, that's right. What else can you do, man? What else can you do? Well, I talk with a limp. And every time I, so if I'm walking and talking, uh, uh. But you I'm only limp when you talk. That's right, yeah, that's right. But if right. you're staying still, then you don't limp 
but if you're limping, then you must be talking. Yeah, and I stutter when I fart. You stutter when you fart. A lot of times, yeah, if I'm going to be honest about it, yeah, that is a situation that happens to me quite I've never frequently. had a butt stutter before. It ain't, it ain't nothing you really are missing out on. Okay, well, I appreciate all the background info on you. And you know what? I don't think I want to owe you any more money because I got to be going. I'm so young. I'm in grade school and I got to get more chocolate milk for myself. Yeah, the street lights about to come on. You better get out. All right, Mr. Mister. I'll see you later. Mr. Mister. Classic character. Oh, there's two phones. Mr. Mister. Wow. We got introduced. Mr. Mister, top of the show. Right cold out, right cold opening. Gate. Right at the gate. Freaking. The we- team is on the show today. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Dude, I've been really excited to have you on the show because I, I know how much you love to riff and play. Yeah. And like we have the amount of times that, that you and I have <laughs> just gotten to riff and hang at the back of the comedy store. It's one of my favorite night. things to do, really. It's so great. It's one of my favorite things about that club is just to be able to uh, kind of have that like ping pong over the audience with who's on stage and who's in the back of the room. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. They like, have... who are these idiots in the back and why haven't they been thrown out yet? Dude, I, I mean, for like, I, I've gone so many times to the store, like I still do it, like especially in the past where I'd just go up there and like, I would treat that as my spot, like my workout for the night. So many times when you didn't have a spot, especially That's where in the you go. days. Yeah, of course. You so know? you just go there at the end of the night and hope that you can Don get more would go laughs on. there. Even if you have a great set earlier, let's say, and then you can jack around in the back and get more laughs than you did in your set, dude. That was like some of the first times where I felt like you were like a part of something at the comedy yeah, store. Right. Is when you're making other comics and other peers who you respect in the making back Don, of the room laugh, making Don laugh, and is making a him great break, feeling. dude. It's a great he's so feeling. he kills all the time. He has this thing that he does. He does it so well. He knows how to orchestrate chaos in a crowd. Sure. And he's just doing this thing, and you're just watching it as a spectator for a while, just kind of scoping out, like, how is he doing this? And then I would see guys like you and Earl Skakel in the back of the room that would throw out these one-liners and stuff. Tony in the back of the yeah, room Tony's for a long good. time. Uh, so many guys that would be back there. Danish and O'Neill, too. Danish O'Neill, dude. Have they done this? They would be good at this. No, they need to come on yeah, the show. Be a fun yeah, they're too. on my list to get on the show. Yeah, I've had a, a bunch of people that are like, they're perfect for the show. I'm like, I know. I'm going to have them on, definitely. But yeah, you, you'd see, like, you'd get something out there and then it just kills and then I remember like the first couple times like I got something out mm-hmm. and you guys laughed in the back of the room I was like oh it's happening this yeah, is so yeah. cool dude <laughs> this is great yeah it's fun it's super fun yeah dude and he's all, it, yeah if you ever go to the comedy store stick around late night because it's, it's literally the last thing of the night and it's and also every night of the week too seven nights a week it's on un- it's literally up. unlike any other club no other comic by the way like Don lets anybody interact like that oh, during a no, set. Huh. It's like it's like a weird town hall meeting. Yeah, it really is. Where people are just like throwing in and like it's so funny to see your friends kill but also see them bomb sometimes with lines. Oh, I, we're getting a call right now. Oh, uh, hello? Hey, pal. It's your old buddy Don Barris. Oh, Don. Wow. I was listening to the show and I 
Hey, well, Don, you are king of late night at the comedy store, and uh, I don't. I mean, you still perform every night. I don't know. People don't realize how stressful my life is. Really? Well, I think you're doing a pretty good job of keeping everything together, Don. Because uh, I, I haven't been able to, to to tell you 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 kill it all the time. You you never really bring that into the the club, you know. You're always walking in with a, a a smile and bright eyed and bushy tailed. You think this is a nice sized cock? Um. Well, I can't see it right right now. You're on the phone, but uh, I mean, if you have it out right now, then spoiler uh, alert: it's a nice sized cock. Spoiler, uh, you know, you mentioned it a few times on stage before, so I imagine it's uh, it's healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy at all. I got a boil on the side of it. I'm dying to pop. <laughs> I wish Adam would respect me. Uh, well, um, I... Pre- Kimmel's trying to kill me. I swear <laughs> to God, he's fucking trying to kill me, this guy. I, well, I appreciate you calling in, Don. I gotta go schizos on his way over. We're gonna make a fucking DVD. You're making a DVD with schizo? Okay, uh, yeah, well, I'll let you get to it. Maybe I'll check in with you later. All right, tell Skinny fucking faggot sitting next to you to fuck himself. Uh, okay. Jesus um, I Christ. guess Don is not a huge fan of yours, Steve. This is for, news to me. Honestly, Steve, I thought he was talking about me for a second. Then I remember <laughs> that I'm the one talking to Don. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was nice of Don to call in. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been. Uh, one time I was driving. Well, I wasn't driving. We, I was going to Ice House, Pasadena with Don. Yeah. Don's like, hey, you want to ride, pal? And I'm like, sure. Now I'm in the back seat. Have you ever been in a car with Don? Uh, he's driven me to Seven uh, Eleven before. Uh huh. He's with schizo. Pretty much. It was a very surreal night. He can dabble into the world of road rage. I'll just put it to you that like. <laughs> so there's this. He got maced one time by a cab driver. He got maced at Seven Eleven at that in LA. Yeah, that's right. Wore it like a badge too. He I love so that. Of course, he was like. Oh, that's all we talk about for a couple of days. I mean, but, you gotta um, wear that as a badge. So he's, some girl gets around, cuts him off. He gets mad. We're just going down sunset. He zings around the corner and just stops in front of her. So she has to stop in the middle of sunset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, so he stops and he's just kind of like mean mugging the girl. And the, the, she's probably terrified. And he's screaming, this fucking cunt, this cunt, fuck this bitch. And I'm in the back seat with like kind of scared. All the while, the whole time, it's stop the love you say maybe you're on the happiest Jackson 5 song. That's what's playing, playing on the radio. So loud. I love that. Well, he's screaming, you kind. Dude, that's like the best, like my favorite kind of comedy scenes in movies. Like the, those, those I contrasts. I was going to say it was like a John Hughes film or something. It's I so felt, great. I thought I was in one of those. That's like sudden. my favorite, dude. Like one of my favorite scenes in Dumb and Dumber is when he's driving. What a quotable movie too. It's so, it's yeah. unbelievable how many lines are in that movie. I was saying that uh, Friday is the Caddyshack for black people. Okay. That it, makes sense. Because. Yeah, the, absolutely. So, I mean, both those movies I quote. Yeah. But there's a lot, you know, a lot of black people don't know Caddyshack. Right. And whereas like a lot more white people know Friday. Yeah. Um, So Friday is so quotable, but so is Caddyshack. Dude. But so is Dumb and Dumber. There's that scene when he's like l- looking at her as he dropped off Mary Swanson at the airport, uh-huh. and he goes goodbye, my love, love. Yeah. dude. Boom. When right when he hits that, I have watched that a thousand times, uh-huh. and I die laughing. Yeah. Every, the sort timing and pacing, 
every single time because there's like nice music that's being played underneath. It's like this the, sentimental moment. The most annoying sound in the world is good too, which I recently found out was an improv. Really? That yeah. scene? And here's what I found here's what I found out because there's like all these it was a video of all these different like uh things in movies that if you look don't look at where you're supposed to look at, you look at something else. Yeah. You'll tell and the the um Jeff Daniels when Jim Carrey's screaming at right here this guy like if you look at Jeff Daniels, he's totally laughing until he jumps in and starts doing it. Oh, wow. And they kept it in. That's so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's like one of the funniest scenes in that movie. And they were just like, oh, I got something for this next take. I love hearing stuff like that. Yeah, I recently just found that out. I love when uh, the, when directors or whoever on set, producers or whatever, are cool enough where they let the actors play like uh-huh. that. Like right. I mean, so much yeah, like Anchorman yeah, yeah. and some great other comedy films like... Or you can tell it's like, oh, this is heavily yeah, improvised. Yeah, that's Fairly Brothers, right? Isn't that the yeah. First, first one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, they're just going to do whatever. That's so cool. Yeah, I met uh, Peter Fairly once. A buddy of mine is good friends with him. Oh, cool guy? So, super cool guy. Super cool guy. 100% cool guy. But you wouldn't even just, wouldn't even, just regular. You wouldn't even ever, you know, unless he introduced himself as Peter Fairley. Yeah. Or I would go like of the Fairley brothers. Right. You know, uh, you wouldn't ever, in a, you would never guess, you know, I like that when, when you meet people who you're like, oh, I would have never guessed that you're extremely successful and you're like of who's like somebody this. like that, that you met that you're like, fuck, I was really planning on expecting this person to be a jerk or something. And they're like super cool. Hmm. Huh. That's a difficult one. I've been, you know, just in general, I've been surprised. Tony Hinchcliffe is mine. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I think Tony's actually calling into the show right now. Oh, he is? Uh, Hello? Um, Tony, are you on the line? Oh, I am the line. (laughs) I'm calling with my mind. You're calling with your mind? Hands free, phone free. You better believe it. I'm telling Rogan on you. Well, what did what did what did I even do? That's you're, because you're trying to make eye contact with me. Okay, uh, sorry, Tony. I'll look away. You're on the phone. This is really weird. I mean, well, I, you know what? Sorry, I won't look directly at you. You're skyping in over there on the wall over there. That's so. right. I'm on Skype. <laughs> you cracked the code, dummy. Um, you sound very villainy right now. Did you have a reason why you were? Let uh, me see my car. Of course, I'm a villain. <laughs> I drive an escape hatch. You drive an escape? What does that even mean, Tony? My car has an escape hatch in case I get attacked. They're after are, me. Are you afraid that you're going to be attacked soon? Jimmy Kimmel's trying to kill me. Wait, why is Jimmy Kimmel trying to kill you and Don Barris? Don just called in a second ago. Oh, he's trying to kill Don too, huh? Oh, Don, trying to cut into my action. I'm out of here. All right, thanks for calling in, Tony. God, he seems pretty pissed. I mean, I don't know what, like, if he woke up on the wrong side of the bed or what, And why is Kimmel trying to kill everybody? Dude, why, I, dude I don't know. That's a, well, I a little Kimmel's suspect. not going to be the nice guy that we thought well, was going to be a jerk? Because apparently he's trying to kill everybody. John Mayer was, is mine, though. I He's very nice. He's, so like, nice. incredibly nice. And funny and cool. Yeah, and when he was he, hanging around the store, I'm like, I was kind of like standoffish to him just because I was like, well, you, ex- I didn't want to bother him or anything right. like that. And then, but I also was like, oh, man, if he's like a real jerk, it's gonna piss me off. Yeah, the complete opposite. He, uh, he, yeah, he's super nice and he knows how to 
chill and hang and not be, uh-huh. you know. He got a good joke in on me once when I really when I was uh, we're smoking a joint. Me and him and Ross, Jeff Ross, and because that's his buddy. Yeah, somebody yeah. else. I know it's like five. He's friends with like Chappelle and Chappelle, Ross. Yeah, and like, Chappelle yeah, there. but there's like, like five or circle. six of us. Yeah. smoking a joint in the main room when it's it's all closed down. And but everybody by the nature of it, everybody's talking. And now I'm a John Mayer in this kind of circle, and we don't know each other at all. But it was kind of awkward because everyone was talking about me and him. We're just kind of standing there, like whistling, you know what I mean? And so the joint comes to me, so I take a hit of it and I give it to him. And I go, uh, he's systematically dated every celebrity crush that I had. Everyone. Everyone that he every has dated single is super like, hot girl. Like the top yeah. like five. It's crushes that I had. It's I'm like, crazy. This guy again. This guy's just. Sw-. And so I was. He's knocking down my list. I, I mean, this like, is crazy. We have the same taste in women because every. Of the five celebrity crushes you would have, he wound up dating all of them. So I tell him that. Well, I'm handing him this joint, and he kind of laughs. And I go, based on all the women, based on the women you've been with, I'm thinking about sucking your dick. And John Mayer takes a hit of the joint and goes, I'm thinking about letting you. (laughs) 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 Ah, And I was like, oh, you're funny too. Now I get why. Good looking, tall, talented, funny. Yeah, dude. This guy's just. Just got it. He's got he, that Ryan Reynolds thing going. He's got that thing. He, uh, I did a uh, uh, music comedy song with uh, with Pat Reagan before Roast Battle uh, one uh-huh. night, and Mayor, I didn't know he was there, and I and he Jeff introduced me to him after it was like a while ago, right? And he like complimented the song, was like specific about it, oh. and I was like, this is so nice. He didn't have to do that, especially like music. Like he could be right. like, oh, they're trying to do music, whatever. Totally. But he's like really catchy. I really like the lyrics. They're funny. That's like, cool. Oh, sweet. That's a real compliment. I know. I was like, oh, dope. I'd rather have that than another comic say it was funny. Absolutely, because I'm like, this like, guy plays Grammys. music. Yeah. Grammys, you yeah. know? I'm like, okay, great. Like, number one hits and shit. I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm into that. And played with the Grateful Dead, did he not? I think that's what he did. Dude, He yeah, he's played, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, toured with them. He's toured with them. That's some real guitar playing if you're fucking, because that's no joke in guitar. Yeah, I mean... Has, is there anything like uh, that you grew up doing that you wish that you uh, would have like maybe kept doing like a guitar thing? Uh-huh, that, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what um, I mean. Like a like mine is like soccer, where I'm like, oh, if I would have stayed with that, I could have maybe been a, like a really good player. Yeah, I pro- mine probably would be martial arts still. Oh really? I mean, I took taekwondo for like eight years. I actually taught it. You taught taekwondo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I but then when I quit, it was really just because of girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was at the, you know, now you're like, man, you got a car, you're about ready to go to college, all this. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to, maybe I'll pick this back up later. I just don't have time for this right now. Yeah. But now what's I it, wish I always did. What's it, okay, for somebody like me who has never taken any martial arts, no karate, right. no anything, what could you teach me right now? Like if this was like an entry level class? Uh, I mean, entry level class is all about like, um, uh, weight transfer uh-huh you know um like even just simply how to th- even throw a punch mm-hmm. you know what i mean a lot of people don't know so so for me i probably don't know how to throw a punch correctly because i haven't been in a fight you've never been in a fight ever in your nah, life? not a real fight no <laughs> hey, oh shit oh, i think we got something we, we got somebody hello yeah man uh, hello uh uh, sorry, uh-huh. my caller ID is a little bit blurry. Could you say who's calling in right now? Yo, man, it's your bitch.
it's your busy boy, boy Theo Vaughn. What up, gang, gang? Oh wow, man, we this is a star-studded comedians event today. Yeah, Thank man. you. I don't know what's happening, but I, I just wanted to call in and warn everybody about this little player, player Jimmy Kimmel trying to kill everybody, taking them live. <laughs> wait, is, wait a second, Jimmy what? Kimmel trying to kill a brother, man. Why Jimmy Kimmel is trying to kill you as well? Yeah, man, I'm, he's working on them dark arts. <laughs> My uncle had a russet potato for an elbow. You had a russet potato for an elbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Theo, have you ever been in a fight before? Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, that's right, this morning. Uh, me and Jimmy Kimmel were getting into it on a craft service. Motherfucker tried to uh, uh, shank me with uh, um, some silverware. Now, are you appearing on the show soon, or why were you hanging out with Jimmy Kimmel with near craft food services? Nah, man, that's where I do my laundries. You do your laundry on the set of Jimmy Kimmel Live? Yeah, that's right. That's right. They got that good soul player. Uh, that's awesome, Theo. Theo, uh, what would you advise me, since I've never been in a fight, uh, what would you advise me to do? Could you give me an analogies of like me being somebody who has never fought before? Yeah, what, is it, what, uh, what type of uh, animal are we fighting? Uh, we're fighting a, uh, a muskrat. Oh, yeah, you got to get, get a muskrat. You got to get down at his level. Uh, number one, you got to get down to that muskrat level, fella. You got to get down on the grizzown. And, uh, you know, just chuck and jive, fella. Chuck and jive? That, that's yeah. your fight advice for me? Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Uh, okay, Theo. Um, I saw this Asian woman eat a big-ass piece of cake, dog. Like, it was her jaw. Like, she had never seen no cake before in her life. Anyway, so that's that happened to me today. Uh, you saw, okay. Hey, I, I gotta get out of here, man. Jimmy Kimmel's coming. No, no, no. I, I, okay, maybe we'll talk to Theo the later. Kimmel guy is just, Who, What's going on, man? I'm I don't scared. understand. And also, um, I, what did that Asian lady have to do with the conversation at all? The, he, he, sounds like he's had a real day. He's had a real day. It sounds like she unhooked her jaw to eat that cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's never unhinged had, it. Like, like she's, she's never, never had it. Like she's never seen cake before in her life. That's wild, know, man. I don't know what that means. That's crazy. <laughs> it's creepy. It's creepy in a way. Now you are a big, uh, you're a big sports guy. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Because like you do that podcast, Punch Drunk yeah, Sports. Punch How long have you guys been doing that show? Eight years now. What? That dude. That's like, like a pretty big accomplishment. It's I hard mean, it's... to g- keep a show freaking running that long. I know. Congrats. I mean, that's awesome. We all make substitute teacher money now. Heck yeah, Basically. dude. You know what I mean? Great. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't have to have a day, like part-time day job or whatever. Yeah. It is my job. Yeah, that's great. You know, so it's great. Yeah, People awesome. are always like, how do you make money? I'm starting a podcast. How do you make money? I'm like, you do it for a long you time. You do it for a long time and get people <laughs> yeah. on your side. Yeah. Exactly. That's so cool. People are like, I got three episodes in. I'm like, we have three. hundreds and hundreds. And that's not even including all the Death Squad shit we've all done and Ice yeah. House Chronicles and, you know. We've all been doing this a long time. Yeah. Podcasting. Yeah, it takes I mean, it takes a lot of different things to 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 get that going. I love what Kill Tony has become. It's fun, man. Did it's you a lot did of you I of course you always want that, but do you think this is that it's bigger than you guys had anticipated or it became something totally different? The band adds such a huge element to it. It's I a, remember when it's it was a completely a band. different element. I remember when there was an Iron Man in the middle of the right. thing, and like yeah, you know, it's that Iron Patriot like standing Iron guard, Patriot guy. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they would rotate the Iron Patriots with different comedians. Uh huh. It's it's truly evolved to a place where I, I'm I'm very grateful for what I get to do on that show, and and also it's cool that like Tony and Red Band have let us take the reins and evolve it into something yeah, like yeah, because yeah. it really is like, a show we, we literally show. used to just be a band you guys are a show within that show it, it's a like it's a circus it's like, like it's an orchestrated like, what are they circus be dressed going up as today yeah like when i get there at eight o'clock 
sign in for uh, uh, friends and family. Yeah. You know, tell the fucking host, hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. And then I go into your to the main room. My first question is, what is the band going to be dressed as? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we always keep... And then my second question is, who's the co-host? Right. Like, who's the guest? Yeah, who's on my the panel? My first guest, my first question is, what are you guys dressed as? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, it's fucking Eddie Murphy, and they're the Scooby-Doo gang. <laughs> we actually should do the, the Scooby-Doo gang soon. We've never done that before. Oh, really? That We've would, never done it. I feel it. like that would be a good one. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be a good one? Yeah. What's your favorite one you guys have done? Oh man, Boys, we we have um we have our recurring characters that we bring back that we like we have some of our go tos that yeah, are a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. We have like our like for me like some of my recurring characters that the people request or they like us the to bring back a lot. Funny, we're gonna bring that one back because like I've done some videos and stuff since that, and people are like, when is this come back? And we're like, we're it's in the works. We have a lot of Kill uh-huh. Tony shows coming up, so he will reappear. Uh, like Fiona Stacy and Shanks, the escape prisoner, cat burglar. Yeah. We just did Darwin, the emo kid. Uh, like, <laughs> like those are all like super fun to do right. that are like really, they feel like characters that I can improvise in like so easily. There's a Westworld cowboy character that I really like doing. There's some, uh, there's this Tad, Westworld Tad, cowboy, the douchebag, uh, character. We're like Fred Durst fans and stuff like that. That's good. Rogan was great. Rogan when, was fun, man. Rogan. That was a lot of fun. Were you nervous to do Rogan in front of Rogan? Absolutely, yeah, dude. dude. What if you just got pissed? You're fucked. <laughs> I'm blacklisted. I mean, you're fucked. Yeah, it's pretty high stakes. He's very powerful. I, I know he is. Probably I'm, the most powerful. I'm, as far as our circle of podcasting and comedy in the comedy store, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was like, I'm just going for it. You know what I mean? Like, Because I'm like, I think he'll think this is funny. It's all in good fun. It's all in jest. Uh-huh. And like, the, I'm like... Also, the references and the jokes that I made as him, I'm like, these are all things that only a fan would know. This is nothing that, you know what I mean? I'm not. And you weren't like shitting on him. Honestly. I'm fucking stupid. (laughs) You're like, have the Rolling Stones killed. Dude, the only thing that I was honestly worried about, I was worried about throwing out a line that he was going to look at me and go, that's not me because that would have been the worst for somebody who does impressions and characters screaming the n-word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh wow he took Talk a really weird wall. angle yeah how dumb pot is yeah right wing rogan <laughs> yeah. oh god can you imagine right wing rogan right wing rogan he's gonna lie to you and he's gonna punch your face <laughs> dude uh what's what's your team as far as sports go uh, I'm pretty much all Chicago sports, gotcha. Uh, except for football, I like the Atlanta Falcons, and only because when I was a kid, I had an uncle that lived in Atlanta and brought me a hat when I was like seven. Do you that's go? Do you go to different cities to catch games still and stuff like that? Sure, yeah, yeah. I went to a couple. Uh, I'll go to Chicago. I'm going to be in Chicago in July, um, doing some stand up out there, and then I'll probably go to a couple Cubs games there. Nice. That's the world's biggest singles bar. They call it. Oh, really? Yeah, because they always sucked forever. So you would, people would just go there, 30,000 people just go there and get hammered, 60,000 people just go there and get hammered. You wouldn't even know who won the game at the end. You know, I mean, you knew it wasn't the Cubs. <laughs> I would. I still want to go to a uh, Chicago Bulls game because I grew up, you know, we all like watch that Jordan yeah. era and stuff Dude, like that. Dude, I went to probably 60 Bulls games. That's so cool. Growing up. In yeah. the Jordan era. Because also... I probably saw Jordan play basketball probably... F- 
50, 50 times maybe. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because I, growing up in Kansas, we did not have a professional team. So Chicago was like right. the closest and thing plus where we're like, so popular oh, and they're so popular. Yeah, so it's yeah, easy yeah. to be a fan when like, it's that fun. exciting. I mean, come on. Yeah, they always had a fun team. Did you see that documentary about Rodman, Dennis Rodman, in when he goes to Korea? No. North Korea? Oh, if there's anything I can recommend to this audience right now, it is watching this documentary on Netflix. Dennis Rodman goes to North Korea. Yeah. It's when he met with, you know, Kim Jong-il or whatever, you know. And he relapses on alcohol there and is a... Real Housewives of Orange County worthy drunk in North Korea just make, as the only American in North Korea that isn't in a prison camp. Just acting a fool. Oh, man. You won't even believe it. Dude. It's wonderful. That's great. He really loses his marbles in Did it. you see the the, the uh, Detroit Pistons 30 for 30? Uh, about the bad boys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. That was great. So good. It's a different game now. I mean, back then you really could fight. Somebody had a job. To be like an enforcer. That guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throwing yeah. those bows Lamb and stuff like was that. like that. And then the, that's the Bill reason. Bill Lambeer. I'm Bill Lambeer. I'm Bill Lambeer. I'm Bill Lambeer. I'm Bill Lambeer. My doors are taller he, he than has, yours. He has giant voice. Yeah, he, he really does. He definitely has giant There's voice. There's like that thing, you know? Yeah, he's definitely got giant voice. Well, that's why the Bulls got Charles Oakley. Because they were the bad boys were just roughing Jordan up so much. They're like, we got to get a bruiser in here to start fucking beating these. Yeah. If anybody touches Jordan, I'll contest. Just, we yeah, got to, yeah. We'll just fight them. Did you grow up playing sports outside of doing like art martial arts? Uh, I played basketball um, until uh, I got like, I mean, I always played basketball. I played basketball, you know, recreationally. I was in a comedy basketball league. But mm -hmm. I mean, competitively, like, and then when I was in like, you know, getting older in high school. Our team, we had like a really good basketball team. And so the coach did like this. I think he was, now that it's later in life, I feel like I'm like, like he really fucked me mentally because he was like, hey man, look at, look at all these guys out here playing right now. All these guys out here. You, you're not, you know, you're not better than any of them. So you're, you know, you, you know you're on the team, but you're, you're never going to play. And I was like, I go, really? You're being serious? He goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're literally the twelfth guy, you know. Like, and I was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> oh wow! I just left. I was like, fuck, I'm not gonna fucking waste all yeah. my time practicing, getting being, fucking being the twelfth injured, man. and then you're just like, I'm never gonna play in a game. Yeah. Like, I'm then fucking, then I'm out of here. Right. Dang, that's crazy. Uh, but nah, not too, too much. I mean, I love all sports, but I, you know, competitively, I always wish I played. Actually, I wish I played football. That's what I, I, I wish I did. Yeah. I did. Because I never did, just because I was like, but it's like arguably my favorite sport next to MMA. And, um, but I never did because I'm like, fuck, man, I'll probably get my fucking bell rung or really injured or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and now I wish I did. Now, you do something that, in my opinion, is like a sport the way you guys treat it. And that's the bets that you guys do oh, on Punch Drunk, dude. Yeah. You have done, again. like, for, okay, for, I think that most of my listeners are aware of Punch Drunk and what you guys do. But for those that are not, uh, can you kind of explain how that started on Punch Drunk? Like the, with the yeah, bag of bets and stuff like that? It started right from the pilot episode. Pilot episode we introduced. We so you've been had, doing it eight or nine years. We had that idea when we first met okay. talking about the show. We thought, wow. Because we thought it would be a good way to get fans. We were trying to like 
eight years ago, we're like, how can we incorporate Twitter into how our How do we get show? interactive with this thing? Yeah, and like, yeah. oh, if they could all, you know, maybe we do a segment where we read all these suggestions and discuss them and like, oh, that's terrible or, you know. <clears throat> but essentially, uh, they're all just horrific bets. Like some people send dumb ones like, loser has to slap Joe Rogan unannounced. Like, no, no, no. We're no Come on. no slapping at Joe Rogan. No. You know? Um, but so if, let's say Ari and Sam are arguing or me and Ari, you know, any combination of, uh, or there's been times where all three of us had something at stake. Uh, so we would all, you just draw, you know, one of the bets out. And you, Sam is, Tripoli, Ari Shafir. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even, even anybody. Ren is Ren easy. Is He's got one going right now with Sam that over, if Tiger Woods wins in the, his next two tournaments or three tournaments, if he wins one of the next three tournaments, um, Ren is easy wins. Sam loses. If he doesn't, Sam wins. Uh, but they, you have to go five days with completely off the grid. No internet, no cell phone, no television. Oh, that's a that's a huge bet. That's a huge bet. That's a, especially for right now and, and for everything. comics, everything. How do you even explain that? How would you even... Just the thought of that causes me anxiety, dude. Five being off the no, grid. Also, you can't call you can't, family. Can't get can't a hold of anybody. You got to go walk over and knock on their door. You know, I mean, super old school. I like that though. I like the stakes of that bet because I could definitely. It might use be that. three days. Might be three days. But still. But Sam Tripoli looks at his phone every ten seconds. Of course, he will die. A lot he, of us. His head will explode. A lot of us are constantly checking Instagram or Twitter or whatever. I heard some emails. crazy number that it's like th- thousands. How many times th- we look? Like three thousand a day or something crazy. It was a staggering number when I was like, "There's no way." But yeah, thought, man. Wow, I'm literally looking at that right now. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm already at one. I mean, <laughs> honestly, the big, the longest breaks that I take from my phone are usually when I'm podcasting. That's usually the longest breaks that I, that I take. Yeah. Whenever you know what I mean. Uh huh. Because, dude, if you hop on a phone on your podcast, people are like, "What are you doing?" Oh, that you mean you mean Sam Chipley? Does he do that on a oh podcast? My God, well, he scrolls while he. Well, he used to have a buzzer that we would hit that would let him know like Pavlov's dog that he's looking at his phone. Wow. And being present. Wow. But so yeah, so the I think the worst bet. Well, Ari, Ari and Sam, no, Nick Youssef and Ari played basketball. This one was yeah. Let's loser, recap this. Loser. Has to winner gets to jerk off into two socks. Twenty four hours later, the loser has to turn them inside out and wear them for twenty four hours. Oh, it's God. so gross, That's so terrible. It's so disgusting. It can't be healthy. No. So who lost? Uh, uh, Ari Ari had to wear cum socks. Oh, but the worst one was Josh Martin. I don't know why it all involves cum, but the worst one was Josh Martin. How did lost. Josh get involved though? Because he's a fucking idiot. He goes, he's he shows up to the Comedy Store Fantasy Football Draft. Okay. Right. Um, I'm gonna, Hang on, I'm going to text him because he's going to, I want to have him call in and, and, and give his point of view on this. Okay, thing. maybe we maybe he'll but, call in pretty soon. Yeah, but he goes, uh, so he just shows up to heckle because he's not even in the league, but he wants to be in the league. He just wants to be a part of it. Yeah, so he just shows up to the Dude, draft. Dude, great, sorry to interrupt you. We're actually getting a phone call right now. Oh, the caller, is it, it, actually, it says Jay Martin, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Hello, is this Josh? Is, is, am I live on the air right now? Uh, yeah, you actually are live on the air right now, buddy. This is bullshit. Everything that Tebow's saying is totally 100% true. You, you just said it was BS, but then you said it was true. No, it's bullshit that Jimmy Kimmel's trying to kill me right now. He's what? literally stabbing me in my side. <laughs> 
Why why is Jimmy I think he's on drugs, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think he's I think he's popped up on goofballs. Josh, could you could you tell me uh how you got involved in this bet? Because, because Sam Tripoli is an idiot. <laughs> I, that doesn't prove yeah. why you got involved in it though. But because well, I said that he was gonna finish in last place and if he did uh, I then I would get to be in the league the following year, and if he didn't, I would do any bet that's in the bag of bets. So is it fair to say you got yourself into this predicament? One hundred percent, totally true. Okay. What, what he's failing to mention here is that, uh, and Josh, how are you? Fuck you, Timo. Okay, I don't know what this. Okay, but uh, what he fails to mention is that he said he would do the worst bag of bets, whatever the worst thing was that was in there. Um, oh, no, he asked what the worst thing was in the bag of bets. Okay. And we told him this one that he has to do, and he goes... Uh, what I said was it's fine. Uh, if I lose, I'll, I would totally do that. To do that. But, so, hey, Josh... Wait, well, Josh, you, what was it? Why don't you tell Yeah, will you tell us what it was? Um, all three of those idiots, Tebow, Sam, and, all, and, and the Jew jerked off on it on the same towel and then I had to dunk it in hot water to reactivate the cum and swipe my face with it. <laughs> yep, that's basically exactly what it was. Yeah, he pretty much 100% nailed it. Team did that. But then they made me do it at the roast battle and you can see it on Punch Drunk's YouTube page. It's on YouTube? Unfortunately. Yep, yep, it's on YouTube. Right before the old roast battle started. Uh, they uh, did it. So I was smart enough to go like, uh, Josh, good talking to you. Yeah. Fuck you, Debo. Jimmy Kimmel. Stop trying to kill everybody. So he fucking... <laughs> so he goes... <laughs> so stupid. So he... he uh, 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 so he agrees to do it. Now I'm fucking thinking... And at this time, I'm in Chicago. Ari's in LA. And Sam... Ari's in New York. And Sam's in LA. Yeah. So we're in three different parts of the country. Right. I'm in the middle... And we were doing a, the, uh, the podcast that week because we were all gone, all on Skype. So if you watch that one, all three of us are on Skype trying to figure out how we're going to do this cum rag thing. And I go, here's what I'll do. I'll just jerk off on it first, and then I'll just send it to Ari. I'll FedEx it to, to Ari. So we're sending cum across the fucking whole country. I don't even know if that's a federal offense. I don't know. <laughs> so I jerk off on this fucking towel, like a golf towel. Mail it to Ari. Put it in like bagging him when I was thinking. Dude, first off. Ari jerks off oh. on it. All right, jerks off well, on it. Also, that's why I want to go first. I'm not going to be able to come on well, these idiots. Well, come. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like also if you're sending a towel and the way it's like arranged and stuff, are you telling him like this side up is the come and this side down? I think no. It was just like a little blue golf towel. You could pretty much tell which side was coming. Oh, it's, side a, it's a blue towel. Gotcha. So so and then Ari jerks off on it and he mails it to the comedy store. Uh, uh, attention, Adam Egot, do not eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny and Sam's like bro I think I got some mail and Tripoli what a true warrior this guy is uh, 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 just you know for the sake of time just jerked off on it at the comedy store <laughs> I'm like man I could have lived animal a dude I animal I could have lived a long time and not actually have heard that but yeah. I, I guess I guess we'll go with it yeah and then uh, and then put it in a thing and then whatever the next Tuesday was a roast battle so he had to explain that bet 
and they had the hot water and he dunks it in and just totally oh uh, my one goodness. whole circle on his face <laughs> so gross hang on we're getting another call oh, are we getting another call hello i just wanted to clarify one two things one uh my skin has never been so supple and two jimmy kimmel's trying to kill me okay uh goodbye Jesus Christ. Man, this Jimmy Kimmel guy is crazy on the loose. I don't know what's fucking going on with him. That's wild, man. That is wild. Yeah, so, and his skin, I will, in his defense, his skin does look pretty great. Oh, we got... I'll yeah, second that. Is this, is this the latter time? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to get into uh, a segment called The Kindness Challenge. Okay. So, every week... I challenge you guys, the listeners, and myself to do something nice out of the kindness of your heart. It can be somebody that you know, or it could be a complete stranger. It doesn't matter how big or small, as long as you're contributing something positive to society, right? So I asked uh, listeners to email in, Teeb. Great. And uh, I have a, a listener letter, and I, uh, uh, I I never know what they look like, don't know what they sound like, so I start to wonder, like, what if I read it in the voice that I think that they they might uh, sure. I love do it that. Um, when they re, uh, whenever they send it in? So... um. Here, this one goes, uh, hey, Jeremiah, love your show so much, and I was lucky enough to have a kindness challenge this past weekend. My wife and I were out having some pizza with another couple when this homeless-looking guy starts gesturing for me. I thought he wanted some uh, money, so I walked to the door to give him some. He actually tells me that he doesn't want money, but some food would be really helpful. We end up giving him about four pieces in a to-go box, and he surprisingly had tears in his eyes. I asked him if I could also give him some money, and he said no, that he was trying to stop drinking and he was too afraid of starting again if he had spare cash laying around. We sat and talked for a little while longer, and he left us with a huge smile. It almost made me cry, to be honest. Anyways, love the show, and I hope that you and yours are doing well. Tim from Alabama. I like that. That's Here. pretty cool, right? I like that. Yeah, that's great. Have you... uh uh? Have you done anything uh, recently that would qualify as like a uh, a kindness challenge? You've like uh, maybe done uh, something for somebody? Oh God, no! <laughs> Are you kidding me? No way, man! <laughs> Do you not know who I am? <laughs> of course not. Hey, is there another one? Uh, there's there's uh, there's some other questions, but you know, actually, oh. I think there is. I think there is one that's happened. Somebody's calling in to to talk about a kindness challenge. Actually, right now, hello. Hello. Who is this? This is to town tickler. To town tickler? Town tickler, motherfucker. Town tickler? Yeah, I'm the one that been tickling motherfuckers to death. You've been tickling people to death? God damn right. Oh, you sound terrifying. Yeah, I really am kind of scary. Real scary. No. Not as scary as that dead motherfucker Jimmy Kimmel, though. You killed Jimmy Kimmel through tickling? That's right. I tickled that motherfucker straight to the grave. No. He was laughing and shit, and he's like, stop, stop, stop. I can't be taken no more. And that motherfucker took it more. I gotta I gotta ask, uh, how does this qualify as a kindness challenge? Oh, I thought you said, is there any serial killers out there tickling niggas can want to call in? That's not what you said. I didn't say that. What's what? Hey, uh, tickle guy, did you uh, did? Never mind. I I think I heard something, but never yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, you heard me, motherfucker. What's your address? I'm gonna come tickle my way over to you. I can't. I can't. Uh, I I can't tell you where I live. It's two seven two one. Hey, Teeb. Teeb. Yeah, yeah. I can't have you telling my address to that tickler guy. Oh shit! Is that Jason Tebow? 
Uh, year, it is. Maybe. It is. Maybe. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 It is. Man, I saw you in the belly room back in '97, dog. That uh, wasn't me. I was I was in uh, Chicago in '97, uh, so I don't really know what. Who you're did you see about. in the belly room in '97? Uh, what did the guy look like? Black woman, about two seventy five. She used to be on Night Court. Ain't that Jason Tebow? <laughs> That's not Jason Tebow at all. That's almost the exact opposite description. That is of Jason the Tebow. absolute. Op- I think you're thinking of Marshall Warfield. I think that. Oh yeah, that's who that was. All right, well, fuck Jimmy Kimmel. All right, um, no, it's in a theme here. This is so re- I, I, it, this is a uh, really Jimmy awkward. I think Jimmy Kimmel's dead now. I have to do an ad read right now. This oh, is really perfect. awkward. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> um, I think um, yeah, here it is. This podcast brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel Live. Tune in every night on ABC. Thanks for tuning in to America's number one top nightly talk show, Jimmy Kimmel Live. That was weird that uh, we're actually sponsored by Jimmy Kimmel Live, so it's been kind of awkward that how much trash talking has been by some of the people who've been calling well, I think the a show. lot of people just seem scared, like he's like he's trying to kill everybody. I don't, I don't. No one was very specific about that, but I don't know if that's what it is. Mm. Seems like it. Uh, have you ever gone to Kimmel? Has Don ever gotten you in? Yeah, I, uh, pretty I, fun, huh? Well, I, I no, I haven't seen. I've done a couple sketches on there, but I haven't seen oh, I'd the have show seen on there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't. Literally, I left right before Don got there. So I it was, it was, oh. it was dude. It was, it was kind of interesting because we know Don as one sure. thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and. Talking to the makeup ladies and stuff like that about Don, like I like didn't like spill anything or whatever. Like, oh, you gotta like see, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they know him in a very different capacity. Pretty much the opposite side of the coin. Almost the opposite. It's yeah. literally the the tales to the heads that we know. Yeah, he almost like can't curse, and I mean, I know he can't. He when has he works, to do. He has to do like a clean warm around. Well, yeah. So he's being a very like. And you want to be a team player. You're working on network television on a big show like of that. Of course. You don't want to rock any boats. Yeah, and he's and he's so great with talking to people. It was just very yeah, interesting for me to see that side like oh like they don't even know like what he can do at the right. comedy store uh-huh. like what like when he's like out of the cage dude just like the reckless comedy that oh. like t- can take place is amazing it's one of my favorites so funny dude uh let's get into uh this next segment uh fanning out fanning out questions from fans all right i reached out to people on the socials and asked them hey if you could ask Jason Tebow any question, what would it be? And I got some great ones here really? for you. Yeah. Interesting. All right. This is a great one from Kirk underscore Sailor 3. Fuck one, kill one, marry one. Ooh, I like this. Stand up podcasting and sports. Uh. <coughs> wow, that's a tough Isn't answer. that really hard? That's God, a really that's a good question. question. It's a great question. I would kill sports. Okay. And I would marry stand up and fuck podcasts. All right, I think that's fair. I think. What about you? I mean, sports you'd easily kill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this one's a little bit easier for me. I I'm, I mean, actually, exact to what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, at but Mar- I would miss sports. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Question. If you can't even yeah do any yeah they're dead. Uh. At Marriott were on Instagram. Hey, what is the worst you've ever bombed? Um, fuck, that's a good question too. 
um, probably in about three hours at the ice house. <laughs> hey, hi. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was the worst I ever bombed, but I did have one like crazy experience with that where uh, uh, me and my buddy were going on the road with uh, Doug Stanhope, just a one night gig. Okay. Long time ago. Yeah. And in San Bernardino. And we get there Friday and they're like, what? The show's Saturday. And stand up is on, gone Saturday. Like, so he's like, no, you guys told me Friday. And it, literally, there's nobody in the bar. Not a, There's like a bartender and a waitress. Yeah. And a cook. That's it. And but they and stand up was like kind of like being insistent. And then like, well, no, we'll still pay you. We'll still pay you. Sorry. You know, maybe they emailed you wrong or some shit. So they still pay us. And so I was getting, I think I, I, think I was getting 100 bucks. I think we were both getting 100 bucks each. So stand up's like, well, we're still going to do the show, but I'm going to double, I'm going to give you 200 bucks if my buddy Brian Jarvis, at the end of each punchline, he had to do a cartwheel. So he would just tell a joke and then do a cartwheel and then tell a joke. And he gave me an extra 100 bucks to do my whole act naked. What? And it was just for Stanhope. And a one bartender and one, he just sat in the middle of the room and just was smoking and drinking and laughing hysterically while well, i'm just doing my <laughs> that is so sadistic just watching like your friends but he doubled like, the money that's so funny and i was sitting i was laughing my ass off at the fucking cartwheels till it was my turn uh, to and then be you're naked like oh i gotta be naked i mean i didn't care about being naked now, did you weird. now did you do one of these where you're putting your hands in front no, or did I you have like to you, you have to be animated yeah. you're flopping around and i leaned stuff. into it i like that yeah so that was probably the cra- one of the crazier ones i've never i don't i i'm Everybody's bombed, but I've never had one of those sets where I'm like, I got to get out of comedy. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's been times where I've gone ape shit to an audience, but I, you know, like what was one of those circumstances that led to that? Just there the- was this English girl who wouldn't stop heckling. Okay. And I was going on like second to last in the main room, mm-hmm. so it's already late. Everybody's already gone. Like you watched everybody perform in front of 500 people. And now and, and just slowly, like, you know what I mean? Leaving, leaving, leaving. And then by the time you get up there, it's 15 people. Yeah. So I'm already mad about that. Like, you, you know, in a bad mood about that. Or I felt like my feelings were hurt. And then there's this one English chick. She was probably like 50. And she was heckling the first two people before me. So she's already there late. She's already drunk. Yeah. She's already making other people in the audience want to leave. And... I just had it in my head like she says she sneezes during my set. Yeah, I, I'm. It's over. She says one thing, yeah, and that's exactly what she did. And I just really ripped into her. I told her if that I was kept telling her how shitty England is, and I was like, if there's if there was any oil under your fucking shithole of a country, we would have bombed you back into the fucking Stone Ages. <laughs> yeah, I just screamed at her. She took it. I bet she did. Oh, brother. Oh. All right, this is, uh, I also get people who send in uh, character suggestions, which is fun. That's good. Yeah, uh, this is uh, a strange one, but I'll read it just because I like that how specific this is. Uh Uh-huh. At Julio Horchata on Instagram. Great, great Instagram name. I know, Julio Horchata. I mean, it's great. Okay, character. Your name is Jack. Jack Hofsky Squirt Cum. And you're being demoted from regular police to school police. There's a group of Mexican fifth graders, and they form a gang. And at the end, of, and at the end, you have to kill them before school lets out. 
Also, you should be hungover and really looking forward to lunchtime, but those Mexican kids fuck it up by holding kids hostage in school. P.S. I love you. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to take in. Yeah. So, so who, what's what's? So the I'll play the uh, I'll play the Mexican fifth graders. Okay, great, great, and great. And you will play uh, Jack Hofsky Squirtcom. Uh huh. And uh, you are trying to bust us before the end of school. You you have lunchtime that you're looking forward to, but we're we're holding kids hostage, so you got to shut it down. Okay. Okay. All right. You ready? <clears throat> so I have already been demoted. Yeah, you, you you've got a chip on your shoulder. You've been uh-huh. demoted. You used to be a hot shot cop, and now you're you're now you're school security. Okay, great, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Hey man, I can't believe we're like holding up all these people over here. It's been like crazy. Like I hate school so much. Like I can't believe I'm like like flunking. Like I think that's hey, why. Hey, put your put the... your put your fucking hands on your head. Oh, it's a jack guy. Oh, you think you're so cool, man? Uh, that's that's Officer Hoff Squirts can come to you. Oh, what are you going to do about it, Holmes? Listen, man, I'm a little too hungover for this. My partner's dead. They want my badge. They got my badge. They want my gun. They got my gun. And now I got to deal with you fucking idiots. Well, guess what? I got a freaking butterfly knife, Holmes. Yeah. I'm going to stick you like a a butter, dude. I'm way too hungover for this. But I tell you what. You're under arrest. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, you're going to det- you're going straight to detention. I'm gonna slit your throat, bro. Hey, and I'm gonna build a goddamn wall. Oh, now you're taking it there, man. That's yeah, not cool, man. Exactly, I know we're holding other kids hostage, exactly but now we're Jack, going there. That's exactly what Jack Hofskin Squirt Cum does, baby. Oh no. I take it there. I'm in jail. We go there. That's where we go. We go to jail. Uh oh, hang on one second. Hang on one second. We're getting a phone call. We're getting a phone call? Hello? It's Brody calling from heaven. Just want to say Jimmy Kimmel did it. You got it. That was weird. That had to be an expensive call. What? (laughs) (laughs) That call had to be really expensive. This show is brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel Live. Keeping people in body bags for years to come. (laughs) Jimmy Kimmel Live, ABC. Watch it nightly. That's very strange. Yeah, that is strange. Here, I'll let you have this. Okay, right, cool. What else you got on there? What a strange scene. That was a strange scene. It played like a, uh, we, we played it out like it was a weird acting class for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> it like The way we played it out was like, uh, was like first time actors taking a trial class like in the valley. Yeah. Yes, that, in the valley. And whoever wrote that, uh, what is it, Horchata Johnson? Yeah, you, you know, maybe Julio Horchata, you know. There's a lot packed into that. There's a lot packed in. There's a lot packed in. We were trying in. to get in across a very short amount of time, but I appreciate that. That's why we asked for the character suggestions. Um, at uh, Prussian Proxy, please ask him, if he has any regrets about watching Sam Tripoli fuck a donut. Thanks. Um, I don't have any regrets about that. And actually, all three of us fucked the donut and then uh, Fight Nanny ate it. So, Oh, my God. Did you put, did Sam put the uh, the frozen hot dog in his butt? Yeah, they, they, that was at All Things Comedy Festival. We yeah. Did that. Two years ago, Doug Stanhope peed on Ari live on the show. Dude, and threw like pee on him, right? Yep. Oh, And then... And then uh, last year they they did the hot dog and Ren Azizi had to pay off a bet where 
this was another good one at the at the all things comedy festival um where and everybody had to have like they couldn't have their phones and shit you know yeah um because ren azizi had to act out uh a gay a scene from a gay porno written by uh ari sam and i oh that's great so we had a three-page script. So did you guys get together and you're just like laughing and having the best time writing it together? Yeah, it was hilarious. And then Ari wrote most of it. And then, um, and yeah, then, uh, uh, I think, oh, I'll tell you for me. Um, you're an idiot. I think, you know what? Everybody's think, dumb and I'm not. I think it's, uh, all those days for you. But he, uh, uh, so and there was these two guys that volunteered to play the other two parts, and they really were making out. Oh my goodness! Like Ren is. Yeah, so the rules were there could be no penetration, there could be heavy petting, and some kisses. <laughs> some kisses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> what, is, what does some kisses mean? You guys mean? have the funniest That's rules. right, yes. What does some kisses mean? Some kisses. That's such like a gray area. Out. You'll I know, find I know. out, dude. But yeah, it's all about the gray area. Uh, and a character suggestion from Prussian Proxy. Uh, oh, good, good. Uh, human resources from Punch Drunk slash ATC, and I actually think I'm I, I'm seeing that... Uh, that, that them call in right now. Hello, is this Linda? Hi. Hello. Uh, Lin- hello. Hey. Linda. Um. Hello. Hi. Could I please speak to Jason Tebow? Yeah, you got. That's me, Linda. Yes. How okay. can I help you? Yeah, we're getting um, we're getting a list of complaints. Okay. Um. Uh, complaints. There's a lot of sexual misconduct. Yes. Yeah. Going on. Well, seems, you did. I do. I do recall that you guys did actually have a harassment in the workplace. Uh, meeting at all things comedy basically because of us yeah you, you guys keep whipping your balls out and stuff on on a live podcast you can't that do true. that they, there can't be urine there can't be balls what are you doing okay that is true oh i think we're getting another call from atc it looks like let me uh patch them in real quick one second okay? sorry will you hold for a second linda yes yes absolutely uh hello uh who's calling in right now uh, Why in the fuck are you guys lighting things on fire? Ow, ow, you're Just calling Just get him. back to the bag of bets, you guys. I'm getting calls from Burr. I'm getting calls from everybody. Why, why are you guys lighting things on fire? Uh, I, I, I guess that's, that. I, that's something no. that actually Linda was calling about. Yes, Al, I'm actually glad that I have you on the line. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe what they just did. You know how busy I am? I'm over here shooting a movie in England. I've got children. I got children. And I'm getting calls about explosions. Well, well. also, I have another complaint, Al, that I think that you should know about is <sighs> Sam Tripoli put his cum in the microwave. That is true, Al. That did happen the other day. And then Ari... Now, how, how do you defend your actions for, for your friend Sam? What what was even the point of putting cum in the microwave? We have a bet uh, that we call the white nacho, and uh, it's pretty much exactly what you think that it you would be. You just put it on a chip, and you thought it'd be funny to put oh, like some white chip. some white cheese. Chip, that would be good. Where were you when we needed when we needed you? But yeah, 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 that's the white nacho. Dude, it's, a white nacho that sounds gnarly. Yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, I didn't have to eat it. Ari, Ari ate it. What the fuck are you putting cum? I have to agree with Al and Linda on this one, T. That's a little intense, but the fact that you guys already have a great name for it and everything, no, like that lets me know that (laughs) this is going to be a pretty great bet. Yeah, this, this, there's no way that this one can go wrong. I gotta go. I gotta go to Jimmy Kimmel's funeral. I'm speaking at his funeral. Oh, I'll I'll see you there, Al. Good see you. Good, good, Good talking to you, boss. Sorry, Al. Thanks for calling in, Linda and Al. That's that's crazy. He does call. I get anytime. 
there's two calls that I can get that uh, uh, I'm like, oh, fuck. Al Magical and Sam Tripley's girlfriend. Is that when you're like, oh, I've crossed the line? If both of those call me, I know that Tripley's girlfriend and Al Magical never call me to say like, hey, how are you? Come on over for tacos. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck happened yesterday? You know what I mean? Yeah. What was one of those calls after? We, uh, we, Luis J. Gomez was on the show and Mickey Gall, who's a UFC fighter, was on the show. And Gomez was his first time out in L.A. And he had a... Lakers hat on, like he just bought this new Lakers hat when in LA, and all of us hate the Lakers on on Punch Drunk. Sure. So we're like, get that fucking stupid hat off. You don't even like basketball, you dumb fuck. You look like a fucking tourist. Yeah. You know. So then Mickey Gall, we convinced him to burn it to light it on fire. Okay. So then we took it outside of the studio, and then we Facebooked it live, and then so they lit it on fire, and they put a bunch of napkins underneath, but then they put the lighter in the fire too. And then fucking, it was just like this huge explosion that like burned up a bunch of the shrubberies and made a huge fucking stain on this fucking whole wall. They were really fucking pissed, actually. I'm sure they were really upset about that one. And then the peeing on... Uh, at ATC, being, uh, yeah, I'm sure that they were so mad about that. that and, and that's at their, that's at a festival too. Also, at that same one, Ari was paying a bet off where he had to be shirtless because you know those snap pops, yep. just throw them on the ground. Yeah, I got to uh, for the entire episode of his show, could just whip them at him at any time, anytime. So I'm throwing it at his bare back, and it's, it doesn't really hurt. It just scares the shit out of you. Yeah, so I so he'd ah. look somewhere else and it fucking throw yeah. like five or six of them at him yeah. at once. So that's why he was shirtless, and then stand up, snuck around behind him. And just started peeing all over. Oh. Like, oh my then he looks and he's got a dick right here just peeing all oh. over. It was crazy, dude. Dude. So they were pissed about that. That was a call from Matt. I saw Magical at lunch the next day at the festival. And he goes, I go in the studio. It smells like fire. Cra- there's firecrackers everywhere. <laughs> it smells like pee. All the tables are flipped over. <laughs> What the fuck happened? You know? <laughs> like, hey, hey, boss. <laughs> Dude, uh, sorry about that, buddy. Um, this is uh, uh, coming from at Scott Malpin. What other jobs or side gigs have you had before comedy or during? Um, I worked at a, a I printed T-shirts for a very long time, probably the better part of 20 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very knowledgeable about screen printing. That's why I do all the merch for Punch Hunk and all that or all the shit that I've done. And um, I gutted a church once. That was probably the worst one. Like, it was just an old church, and it, like, make this building no longer here. Oh, just, like, it, clean this thing out. Just fucking wheelbarrow. Wipe it, it. It was fun to just, like... Delete. Just just destroy a place. Yeah. The, the, hauling it all out was terrible. Yeah. That was the worst. Yeah, the cleanup on what something about like you? that. Side gigs? Uh, I mean... I used to work at Starbucks. Uh, I used to work uh, back in Kansas. I worked at a car wash. I worked at an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Uh, I worked. I, used, I was a caddy at a. Uh, my first job was a caddy at a uh, uh, a men's only golf club. I would love that. That was fun. That was fun. That was. I, like, I would. I would love uh, uh, to be a caddy. It was fun. I knew nothing about golf, but I would. Uh, I would just carry the clubs and just hang out and like. Why it, men's only? Not that I'm against it. It's uh, it's like one of those old school clubs in Kansas where they're like mm, men only. I think they probably updated it since then. Uh, but uh, but dude, you'd see guys who because it was men's own men only. Like you'd see guys like literally on every course whenever they wanted to take a piss, they'd whip their dick out and pee wherever they wanted to because yeah. there's no women around. Right. What a what a utopia that must have been. 
No women. It's just people just I, it, instantly in a game of golf we become complete apes. People just slinging shit at each other. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if it weren't for women, we would we wouldn't even have clothes. We would do nothing. We would just fight and eat. That's all we would. Pretty do. much, just have one little little flap. We'd just still have the flap. Yep. Uh, what else we got? Reginald, grab grab the boy with with the clubs. Reginald. I'm urinating right now, but I need my nine iron. Pardon me, Jeeves. Have you seen my potter? Ah, uh, your putter is on the back of the golf cart. Never mind, I don't need it. I'm not going to be on the green for quite some time. You're in I'm the s- urinating. You're urinating. I see you over there. And yes, your ball is over in the sand pit over there, but you're used to the sand, ah, aren't you? Because you do live on the beach, you scoundrel, you. Uh, of course I do. Some I summer at the beach, and I winter in hell. You winter in hell. That's right, I winter in hell. You own real estate in hell? Very cheap these days. Really? Very cheap. Do you know a guy? I would love to invest in that. Of course I do. Because you know, that is a destination spot for many people. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel recently just bought it. (laughs) (laughs) This Uh show brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel Live. ABC, five nights a week. Jimmy Kimmel Live. It's so weird how many times they've plugged the show. I'm actually making you pretty... You probably should be making a lot of money. Dude, it's ABC sponsoring the show, so I haven't seen a check yet, but they're good for it, aren't they? Definitely, dude. Okay, great. Uh, at Bill Borman, I believe on Twitter, uh, asked what it was like to have to do comedy opening for an ISIS beheading video. I'm not sure what that means. Hmm. What was it like to have to do comedy opening for an ISIS beheading video? Oh, 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 that's that's a good question. Um, it wasn't bad, man. The pay sucked. Um, but uh, on Punch Drunk, we always, one segment, we figured out that, that that's what that was, but we'll always, Sam will do his dates, Ari will do his dates, and then I do mine last, and they're all just outlandishly stupid stuff. Oh, like, gotcha. uh, oh, you know, it's always like on Christmas. It's always like the worst times and the worst dates. I'll be at the big heckle con, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a free baseball night at he- Heckler's Comedy Club, you know, just dumb shit like that. Uh, and one of them was um, was uh, that I was uh, doing opening up for an uh, ISIS beheading video, which, uh, yeah, the pay sucked. Um, but it was cool to watch somebody get their fucking whip whap whapped off. You know what I mean? Having their head cut off. That was pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, I, he died way more than I did, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Wait, so, so, that, so this question is from a listener of Punch Drunk. Yeah. That is this big of a fan. Right. That heard you do a fake plug. Yeah, I do end, it every week. At the end of the show that wanted to know how that gig turned out. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I, appre- I appreciate how inside that is. I'm just trying to let people in who are like outside sure. of that because that's so freaking specific. I'll yeah. While while you do that, uh, I'll pull up some. I'll plug some dates in this in a bit here. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'd love for you to plug some stuff. Um. Uh. So go ahead. What what was the next? Moment? Uh. Somebody's asking at c underscore killerman. Are you Theo Vaughn's real dad? He uh, might be calling, but actually, Theo's actually I'm calling in. I'm not his real dad. Uh, his real dad is was set in 70 when Theo was born. Do you know that? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's He said his his grandfather was born in like 1870 or something. That's like that. crazy, dude. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. 
Uh, hello? Who, who's calling in? Yeah, man, it's your homeboy, Theo. Yo, oh, yo, Theo. Yo. Thanks for calling back in, dude. Yeah, man, just trying to, you know, get my um my travels arranged for this song. Yeah, you know, JK funeral. Going up to that at JK funeral. You're going to the Jimmy Kimmel funeral, yeah, too? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right, very that's strange. Right, it's, uh, right. it's, it's, it's strange how much uh, JK yeah, uh, talk he, has been going was, on. He um, was, you know, probably like one of my biggest, most probably influencers. If you think about it, he's an influencer too. Yeah, to, to me, that's right. Mm. Because you know, he was always on, on, on them other shows, and then he made it possible. Because I, was, when I was growing up, I just thought if you were on a show, you couldn't ever be on a, a different show. You just died when that show got canceled. Right, so, right. And I just found out that that's not necessarily the case. Oh. Sometimes it can be the case. You know, th- that's what happened. You just find out the characters once they die, they don't actually die in real life. Yeah, no, I, I was positive that they really did die in real life. Oh, so. Any and, soap uh, operas that you watched growing up, you yeah. thought that they were never going to work again. Yeah, I would get quite emotional, you know, basically because, you know, I felt that um, basically these people had been a part of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was trying to, you know, keep them, you know, keep their memory alive. And then it turned out, you know, I didn't really have to do that because the memory was already alive because, you know, they were already among the living. Well, I don't know how to tell you this, but yeah, they're still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that out uh, the hard way because I ran into one of them over at uh, at the Hardway Liquors. Um, that's when I said the Hardway. That's what I meant. I didn't mean it was a difficult endeavor. It just meant you know I was hanging over at Hardway Liquors. Okay. If I get my drink on, fella. Oh, uh, well, uh, so now that I know that you, uh, that Teeb is not your actual dad. Yeah, he's dad. definitely not. But I do use his dick pic as my dick pic. Yeah. Yeah, because um. You guys uh, have similar penises. I mean, not really, not at all. Not even in the, in the, you know, mine, mine looks more like a. Mm, What's your penis look like? Kind of like if like a green bean had a mustache. Your penis looks like if a green bean had a mustache. That's right, fella. Do you have any other analogies that? Because that's uh, I'm not quite picturing it. Um. Okay. Let me try to think if I can find out another way. Like if you took like a bubblegum wrapper and put a green bean in it, and then that green bean had a you mustache. Use, you use the green bean analogy again. Is it? Uh, can we get? Uh, can we get? Can um, we get any other analogies of what it might look like? Kind of like if like reindeer had fingers. <laughs> you know that that type of you know a general situation. I'll I'll settle for that. I'll settle for that. Okay. Hey good. Theo, thanks for calling in twice this hey, show. I really anytime, appreciate anytime, it. Anytime, anytime, anytime. Long live Jimmy Kimmel. All right, thanks, brother. All right, Dark Hearts tour. Uh, he had a lot to say, Theo. Yeah, I, I'm just glad that he, uh, you know, is a listener to this podcast and he was willing to call in. That's he does cool. use my dick pic. He does. Yeah, and then he sent me a. How did that start? Okay, yeah, that. Um, I was in a, a, a text thread with a bunch of people, a bunch of comics. Okay. We were in a, a secretive text thread, and uh, one person who is, if he's listening, he's definitely going to call in and defend himself. Well, you know, it's weird that you're mentioning that. We're actually getting a call right now, and it's a little scramble on the screen. Hello, who's this? Listen, listen, brother. It's Earl, baby. Oh, it's Earl. Yeah, this guy's going to start talking some shit, brother. Oh, dude. You um, wish you could afford an Ashton Vardani sweater. Dude, this is really brother. awkward, but... uh, um. Merle Skakel is actually calling into the show right now. Oh, that's my cousin. Hello? Merle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. You're turning oh. me on with this fat 
sounds of your voice, man. Hey, so are you going to tell him or am I going to tell him about tell how him, the dick pic thing started? I'll Ooh. tell him, baby. The longest ride, the longest line, brother. <laughs> you know how he always says all those stupid things? Hey. Oh, yeah, so here's the deal. I threw a couple dick pics in this thread we were in, and then Tebow threw one in there, too, and old Theo Vaughn jacked it, and he's sending it to the bitches, brother. Uh, I tried to send one of those dick pics to this girl, and she showed me a vagina shot. It looked like the Sarlacc pit from Star Wars. Oh! Anybody want to go see Rat with me this weekend? Round and round, brother. I'm out, brother. Well, yeah, so that's what happened. That's what happened. So just to be clear, you got in a group where you guys were sending... Yeah. Dick pics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a dick pic. That's a hard gang to get into, man, to get jumped into. It's a hard gang to get jumped into. So, and um, so, yeah, that's how he uh, uh, obtained it and then hit me. Uh, I didn't even know he was doing that, but then he started saying that on other podcasts, that that's what he was doing. So then people started tweeting at me, do you know Theo's using your dick pic? Whoa. Pic. So then they got, you know, I thought it was funny. I didn't really give a fuck. But then, then it turned out to be true because he hit me up. And he was like, um, yeah, man, I'm going to need some more snapshots. I only got them two, man. People starting to get suspicious. <laughs> so go, you had to text really some new... Dude. No, I didn't send him more. Than... <laughs> it's funny, though. Dude. That's hilarious. That's so great. What else we got? You know the day that Burt Reynolds died? Uh, yes. That like happened earlier in the year? Yeah, yeah. So Earl was over doing my podcast, right? Uh-huh. And... Uh, he goes, dude, can you just real quick, can you, can you take a picture of me? And he wanted to recreate the naked pose. Oh, really? So he took one of these pillows and he did that. He put the pillow over uh-huh. his junk and he's completely naked on the floor. He didn't even have to be completely naked for that. I know. If he's hiding it behind the pillow. I know. He just wanted to get naked in front of you. Well, I think he, I, th- I think he, I don't know how he positioned it, but he ended up tucking or whatever. But I don't know if he even ended up. You, we, you, I don't even think we used the the picture in the frame or the uh-huh. pillow in the frame. I think he's like, "Oh, it'd be funnier without it." So my wife walks in right when he's completely Hilarious. naked on our floor with groceries, and I'm like, uh, and and Earl's like, "Oh, oh," and I'm like, uh, "Hey, I'm, uh, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, can you like go like outside for just like a quick second? She's like. This is my place. Earl's naked on the floor. I'm not leaving. He needs to get dressed. <laughs> and Earl's like, oh, I'm real. I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm real. sorry. Dude, it baby. was the best. Like, it was sorry, so funny. Baby. It was like literally her walking in. And rather than me being with a woman, it's freaking Earl. And I'm taking nude pictures of oh, Earl on my floor. I know. She'd probably <laughs> rather walk in and it's you with a woman. <laughs> She's like, get Earl out of here. Right. Let's get into this final segment. Yes. Sax talk. Oh. Sax. Now, this story is, I don't know how sexy it is as much as it's sexually related. And this story is Steve Renazizi's least favorite story. I've told him this story twice, and both times he vomited when I told him. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, both times he vomited. Now, he has a weak constitution, this Renazizi character. He can, you can talk to him about seeing a dog take a shit, and he'll start being like, He says a a week. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. He will really will. So every time he's on our show, we like to uh, uh, have him on and lock the door 
um, and then start telling him horrific things and keep him locked in the room. Because he tries to run. He'll leave the room and run. He's so terrified of the story. not hear anything like that because he knows we're trying to make him throw up. Oh, and he threw up and we were in Arizona too. Oh my goodness. So that was also on our, on our rap how do, you, how, do you, how do you like this little curved soprano sax, huh? I love it. We were, we were looking at, that's beautiful. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Shout out to Rich Young and David Knowles. What's the thing over like that music? like a grand? Uh, this is like a, uh, it's like a $800 sax right wow, here. Wow, it's beautiful. It's cool, right? The keys and everything? Heavy it is. It's really light. Here, take a look at that. It's super light. Oh yeah, it's really light. Like, so... This is uh, the only sax that I can play without having to wear a neck strap because, like, everything else, like, my thumb isn't strong enough. But for this, like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, Sweet. this is like, you know, you know, for the, anyway. So let's get into Teeb's story that Steve Ranzisi hates. Let's see if this works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You done did it now, girl. Okay. Let's freaking do it. He's going to get real sexy up in here. I, I will, Teeb, I will follow you along whenever you are ready, my friend. Yeah. The story starts right around. The mid of the 90s, when pornography was what pornography was supposed to be. Horrific. Real horrific. Now this girl, let's say her name is Ashley Blue, because that was her name, was a porn star that was on a podcast called The Naughty Show with me and Sam Tripoli. Yeah, that was back in the day when we used to do that shit. I asked this beautiful young lady, what's the most disgusting thing you've been asked to do in pornography? And her reply is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. She says she was paid to be in a Bukaki video. Now, if you ain't familiar with Bukaki, that's when a bunch, I mean a bunch of motherfuckers, all beat off on a girl's face. I said, how many's a bunch? And she said, more than 20. That's a lot, a lot, a lot of cum. Because it was such a nice day, they thought they would do this outside in the woods. So they get out up in the woods. All these people start beating off all over this fine young lady. (laughs) They start beating off on this fine young lady's face. And because nobody wants to be wasting no calm, they put his Pyrex jar right underneath her face, collecting up all these men's seeds. Then they took all this cum that was in this Pyrex jug, poured it on a hot skillet in the woods. And now all the woods apparently smell like bleach. Just give them a salt and pepper. A knife and a fork. And that chick ate all that fried up cum. That story is brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel. Live nightly, five days a week on ABC. That's basically the story he hated. Dude. 
Okay, let me get this straight yeah, to recap yeah, yeah. because yeah. this is such a gnarly, disgusting story. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get through. <sighs> Just to people. recap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is, how do you know this person? She's a porn star and Tripoli and I were interviewing her um, on a podcast like way long time ago before Punch Drunk. So, and I said to her randomly, because she's, she's known as being one of those like crazy ones that's like real crazy. Yeah. Like she's like all kinds of, she'll do anything. Um, I guess she's famous for that. So I go, what's the fucking like craziest, like most disgusting thing that you can think of that's that you that you've done? Yeah. And that was her answer. That's wild because um, so bullet points: Bukaki in the woods. Yeah. Collected all of the as much cum as they could collect. Put in a like frying pan. Up. Put pepper and stuff on it. And on a, on a skillet like outside, like fried it like Ugh. it was fucking like scrambled eggs. And there was a lot too. And she ate it all with a fork and a knife. That was just terrible. What how much money would you if you and you have to eat it too? No, nah, bro. Two hundred million dollars. I mean forty dollars. <laughs> Dude, just the gap, the gap, and I just the, the worst negotiator ever. All right, what do you say? I give uh, you two hundred million dollars. All right, I don't have that. What about forty dollars? Five dollars. Five dollars. Teeb, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is fun. I'll, I'd love to do this anytime. I'm not being rude. I was actually trying to find these dates. Um, Plug whatever you're going to plug while yeah. I try to find. Uh, follow the show. Uh, follow me on social media if you're not already at Jeremiah Stand Up. Uh, check out the Reagan and Watkins album that is coming out on June 7th on all platforms. And we're about to do a crazy Kill Tony tour. And look out for uh, different videos that I'm posting online, different stand up and uh, different comedy highlight moments. And come to Stand Up on the Spot. Next show is May 28th. Going to be a good one. That's always fun. I did, uh, I did it in Skankfest too. Yeah, That's that was weird, fun. That, that was, was that was a fun one. Wasn't it like a weird heckler? There was something weird in that room. Well, there was just a weird energy, like for that kind of show, because the suggestions were so dark at Skankfest. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? definitely. Yeah, really. I mean, it's all like suicide and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, let's see. I will be uh in Chicago, in July. I will be in Michigan in July. I'll be in Indiana in July. I'll be in Skankfest. In in Brooklyn in the end of June. Heck yeah! Heck are you yeah. are you back at that? Yeah, I'll be back at that. With are you, you doing? Are you? What shows are you doing there? Uh, we'll do Kill Tony and we'll do the Jam and then I'll do hopefully a little bit of stand up and then uh, we're doing Reagan Watkins out there this year. Um, so, oh, that's cool. Excited. Yeah, we're super because that'll be after our album comes out, so we'll be very excited to do that. Here's some other dates I got. I'm going to be at Moose Knuckles on Christmas morning for their big feed the homeless and then kick them out the door breakfast. Catch which side of the counter I'll be on. Hope it's delicious. Um, then I'm playing dubstep on a tuba every sixth Monday of each month over adjacent to the Hollywood Bowl. Pretty prestigious. Uh, uh, let's see. And I'm judging the big face punch at the Why Didn't You Go Fuck Yourself Festival in Jersey last July. So don't sign up. It's already over. And as always, watch Punch Drunk Sports every Tuesday on All Things Comedy YouTube page, Punch Drunk Sports YouTube YouTube page. Uh, sign, subscribe, rate, review. And then lastly, I got my uh, 
other podcast I'm doing called uh, 92.7 The Pod is coming back. It's a fake morning radio show about a fake city. Um, so come get some fuckers. Thanks for doing the show, Teeb. Love you, brother. Love you, love you, love you, love you guys. We out.